Hello, I'm your host, Sullivan Woods, and welcome to the brand new podcast titled COVID-19 Watch. Today is May 8th in Bayside, Wisconsin. For this episode, and hopefully many more episodes to come, this podcast will keep you up to date on the latest COVID-19 news. Helping you all through this tough time is our main objective. We want you all to be safe, so we give you factual information and honest opinions about the virus. For for today's episode, we will talk about some of the protests that have been going on in response to the stay-at-home orders. As of April 30th, 2020, according to Worldometers, there have been 3,298,631 confirmed cases worldwide. The death toll comes in at 233,533 worldwide. In the U.S., there are just over a million confirmed cases with about 64,000 deaths. In response to this, every single state in the nation has issued a stay-at-home order to decrease the spread of the virus, although there are some states, such as Georgia, that are starting to ease their restrictions in hopes to get their economy up and running again. Many people are feeling the pressure of the country's self-induced coma. They are forced to stay at home and are only allowed to travel outside of the home to get essentials such as food and medical supplies. In my personal experience, as I'm sure is similar to the experiences of millions of others, I'm slowly starting to lose my mind. This is just natural for any human being. Having a social connection with the same people for months and not being able to interact with anybody else can make one pretty restless added to the fact that you're not allowed to do the things that you would normally enjoy during a a normal day. This is what a lot of the protesters that we hear about are feeling right now. They are just like us in that regard. It's not just mental and social pressures that people are experiencing. There are also financial pressures that that many are having to live through. Currently, millions of people have lost their jobs with tens of millions of people having to live off government-sponsored stimulus checks. Even with the stimulus checks, the average unemployed American is barely getting by and is getting closer and closer to losing their home. In other words, the virus is destroying their livelihoods. Now that we've looked at the why of the protest, let's look at of the protest. Let's look at the who, the what and the how. According to Spectrum News, these protests are gatherings of right-wing supporters protesting against the stay-at-home orders put in place by their state. These protests come after President Trump tweeted out to the American public to, quote, liberate certain states that happen to be run by Democratic governors. These rallies are never really that big. One example is a rally that was held in the Texas Capitol, Austin, where several hundred people gathered in front of the state's capital building. Here, I think Spectrum brings up a really interesting point. As it turns out, The protest was started by the alt-right conspiracy theory show called InfoWars. This supports the theory that all these protests are just products of something called astroturfing, where an organization or corporation such as the Trump administration or InfoWars attempts to make a movement seem a lot bigger than it really is. This can be seen with Trump and other conservative media outlets praising the protesters and giving them more attention than they deserve, because in reality, there aren't many protesters out there. Okay, so here's the thing. I get that the protesters' lives are being destroyed, and I completely understand where they're coming from. However, what I don't understand is why they would be protesting against the thing that they are prolonging themselves. What I mean is, by getting in close proximity to one another, 
protests can turn into a hotspot for the virus, which is the entire reason for the lockdowns to keep the virus contained. If the protesters want to resume their normal, their normal lives, then maybe they should go back, get back home and listen to what experts tell them so they don't have to endure the very thing they're protesting against. If people could just stick to the guidelines, then we will be out of this thing quicker than expected. It has already happened in New Zealand, where they have, com- they have completely reopened their country after undergoing a strict self-quarantine policy. We need to, as a society, work together towards a common goal that benefits everyone. We cannot deliberately be going against the guidelines set in place by, set in place by the health experts if we, society, need to get back to normal. For now, stay home and stay safe. Thank you so much for listening to the COVID-19 Watch podcast. We really appreciate your participation. Please subscribe, rate, and like us on social media. Today, we discussed the COVID protests and their possible negative health effects. Next week, you all can expect an episode about the origins of the virus. See you next time.